I have figured out that the best way to make money is not from physically working. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not from going to college and getting a degree and getting a job and working a job for years. That's not the best way to make money. The best way to make money is creating passive income. guys what's up this is the gray f podcast and my name is gray and uh if you're watching on youtube you're definitely watching this on hardcore crypto okay so if you're listening to the podcast and you want to watch this on video definitely go on hardcore crypto you'll be able to watch this video but my guest today is jermaine you want to introduce yourself man yeah hey what's up my name is jermaine i am from the u.s live in california live in san francisco and i love to travel i Trying to travel to 100 countries. I'm at country 51 now. And I am super stoked to be here on the podcast. I got in, onto your videos on YouTube because you used to do a lot of uh, money videos mm-hmm. about how to hustle. It's like small little things you can do to make extra bucks. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then, you know, you transition into travel and stuff right now. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you do less of those videos now. Oh gosh, don't say it like that. <laughs> make it sound like you bring those videos back. <laughs> yeah, but those videos used to be good, man. Yeah. Um, I got into, uh, apps like Robinhood. Man, I wish you guys could use Robin Hood. Yeah, well, I, I managed to, to find a way around it. But yeah, you know, I've got a couple of friends on, on Robin Hood and stuff. So yeah, basically, how do you explain your life, man? What do you do? Oh my gosh, you know, that's something I'm trying to figure out myself every day. Like, I wake up and I say, what am I doing here? Like, what, where am I going tomorrow? Yeah. Where was I at yesterday? Um, pretty much, I travel around the world. And I fund that off of living in San Francisco, working for different apps, promoting those same apps that I work for on YouTube and getting other people to work for those apps. And I make, you know, um, little bits of commissions off of the people that I promote to, um, like people that I get to sign up for new apps and different platforms. And this is how I'm able to travel around the world and live out my dream of going to 100 countries. <laughs> right. So that is interesting. You know, what, what you're doing, it's a, it's a, it's an inter- this is an interesting space. Uh, I, ju- I got into it like maybe two years ago to understand how this online thing works and all it is. Like, it's a very American thing to begin with. Um, you mean the whole like making money on the oh, internet? On the internet. So, you know, it's, it's kind of very American of it. But still... And there's a kind of a mystery around that because it, it, it doesn't have a, a title because usually that's what people are looking for. It's like, so what do you do, Jermaine? You know, so, they want, they want an answer. I get it now that I'm into it, but like for a lot of people, they still, it's like, oh, you, you're talking about traveling the world. <laughs> you know, it's a good question because people ask me, what do you do? And I, I give different answers based off of who you're based talking off. To? Who they ask, who asked me, how they asked me, where they asked me at. Is, is this at dinner or is this like on a random bus? Like mm. it, it's going to be different because sometimes if I just tell people, Oh, I make YouTube videos and travel that, that really doesn't mean anything. That's like saying, Hey, I'm an entrepreneur. Well, okay. 
what do you do? Like, are, are you are you a taxi driver? Do you sell cell phones? Hmm. You know, like, what what do you mean by entrepreneur? So when when you say YouTuber, it's very different. It's very difficult for people to sum you up. Yeah. Now, when I'm back in the U.S., a lot of times I will just tell people, "Oh, I drive for Uber." Because if I say I could, if I say I drive for Uber, people can quickly realize, "Oh, yeah, Uber hmm. driver." They can quickly relate with that versus, "Oh, yeah, I'm I'm a YouTuber." Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Like, oh, okay. And then how, yeah, I know I I get the, the question they have usually. It's more like when you tell someone you're an into, uh, I'm an entrepreneur, they'll be like, "But what do you do?" Yeah, yeah. It's like it's not it's not always an easy answer, especially in the world of today. You know, online and stuff. So mm-hmm. how did you how did you? I don't think we have settled enough exactly what do you do though. So you make YouTube videos, people get that. You travel, but then how do you make money? Oh, how do I make money? And do travel and stuff. So that's um, that's that's a good one. I have figured out that the best way to make money is not from physically working. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not from going to college and getting a degree and getting a job and working a job for years. That's not the best way to make money. The best way to make money is creating passive income. Because passive income is the type of income that pays you when you're not working. It's when you do something one time, like you make a video or you write a book or you create some music and you're able to sell that item over and over and over and over. This is um, the best way to make money. And this is um, one thing I do. I focus on a lot of passive income. So a lot of times I don't, you know, make a lot of money, but I make like, I know every month I'm going to get X amount of money coming in or at least X amount of money coming in. So I'm able to continue to travel. Um, like, for example, right now, I'm going to go travel to, like, like Europe, like Western Europe, and I figured out the math. It's going to be uh, it's gonna be a little bit cheaper than traveling around Africa. Mm-hmm. So that way I can, like, spend, like, a month there, and then I already know, okay, in another month I'll have some more money coming in from passive income. So um, I do things like... Um, promote different links um, for, for example, Amazon links. I may have different products in the videos and people may want to know like, hey, where'd you get those sunglasses from? Or where'd you get that backpack? Or, mm. you know, just random things that I have in my videos. And I'll have Amazon links in the bottom. So if people click on the links and buy things, I'll get a small percentage. There's also YouTube, um, YouTube ads. Uh, YouTube commercials. Mm. This is um, a small re- revenue income stream. There's also Uber, which um, is it's still a revenue stream. But when Uber drivers sign up, or well, this is mainly for the U.S., but when Uber drivers sign up and become drivers, I you know get receive a small commission. And with a handful of different streams of income, this is how I'm able to mm-hmm. continue to travel and also when I when I do go back to the US I, I work quite a bit when I'm in San Francisco. So when I go back to the US and leave again, I always leave with money that I made from back home and mm-hmm. then I still have more like passive income coming in. So that's pretty much how I sort of afford it. Man, you you have I think you think 
differently about what making money is. You know, it's like you make it simple. It's like it's not that it doesn't have to be like this hard one thing all the time. It's just like having small little income streams across the board. And at the end of the day, you know, at the end of the month or whatever, you have quite good enough to live on, right? Mm -hmm. By doing mostly things that you like. Because usually you're into like skateboards and, you know, little creative things. Yeah, and like I'm not skateboarding now because I'm <laughs> traveling, but yeah, I'll be back skateboarding when I'm back home. But I don't know when I'm going to go back home. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, that that is cool. I think most people would want to do that, but they, they think it's that hard. The concept of like you can just refer people to something good you're not even selling something bad it's like it's something that they want to just recommend okay if you want to sign up just use my link below and then they go get it and you get paid from that mm -hmm. right it's a it's kind of a new thing for a lot of people to grasp i suppose it's um it's kind of hard to explain sometimes <laughs> but then how, how do you how how do you do you have a consistent amount that you can say look every month at least a minimum I get X amount. And you know, the good thing about speaking with Americans about money is that they're open about money. <laughs> In Africa, people don't talk about money like that, just so that you know. Oh, so, um, so roughly about, like, I, I get roughly about like $2,000 coming in every month. That is like passively. That is pretty much passive. I won't say all of it is passively mm. because a large chunk of that is making YouTube videos. Yeah. And it's kind of passive when you have old videos making money because yes. you're not doing anything for those exactly. old videos. Yeah, 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 yeah. But usually every day I go out and make a video. Mm. So it's kind of like I'm working every day. Yeah. So I would say that the, 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 the ads is not exactly passive, but like all the other links are because it's not like I'm typing that link out every single day, putting it in the description. I'm just sort of making the video. Mm. Okay, so... This is the more, this is, I think, a very important point is that when you have content, for example, right now, there are people watching your videos right now as we speak, right? In every segment, people keep on watching. Mm -hmm. And that is why, where the passive aspect of it comes through. It's like, it's not like every t time you have to do something, like you said, you can write a book that's a product that you have in the market that's working for you. Or create a video and it's there doing things for you and you get paid eventually. But how did you get into this mindset? Like, cause usually people are like, okay, I'm going to go to school, go to college, and then I get a job. But you didn't want to do that. Uh, well, my situation is a little bit different. I, I didn't exactly want to go to school because I didn't know exactly what I wanted to. Okay. So I didn't want to like, go to school. So I, I, I didn't go to school. I just ended up taking a little trade class, like learning massage therapy. This is my excuse to, to move from my hometown to California. And once I got to California, I just did random jobs. I work at hotels and I drove a taxi and I had a swap me business. And once I started driving the taxi and had the swap me business, that's when like everything starts to change because now I'm in this whole mindset of in my own time, being my own boss, doing what I want to, when I want to. So now I'm like that kind of helped me become sort of a different thinker. And then when I moved from South California to San Francisco, oh my gosh, San Francisco was so much different than slow, boring SoCal. San Francisco was just fast paced and it was all these apps popping up like Uber. This was right around when Uber got really popular. And I started driving for Uber hmm. um, eventually. In the then, early days, that one. Yeah, in, in the early days and then started vlogging it. 
Hmm. And then from there... Oh, so you were, you were blogging about doing uh, driving for Uber. Yeah, it's how I started, like, okay. talking about different apps. Hmm. And then from from there, I, I put two and two together. Yo, I can put links in the videos. Yeah. People will click on them. And, oh, my gosh. I mean, for a while, it was it was like every other day I would get emails from Uber saying, oh, yeah, you've just received this bonus. And you've just received this bonus. Yeah. And I was like, wow. I can stop working right now. <laughs> also, at that point, I suppose when Uber just bro- broke in, oh, so, uh, just broke out, I suppose you were getting a lot of signups, eh? Yeah, so I guess you want me to be open since I'm an American. So. Yeah, man, for sure, for sure. So, and this is the a cryptocurrency channel uh, from Hardcore Crypto, so it's all good. Yeah. So the bonuses back then were anywhere from $100 to $1,000 for a signup. What? Yeah, it was insane. <laughs> so, I, not that I, I didn't get many thousand dollar bonuses because it was a um, couple exceptions. Like, they would have to come from Lyft, which was mm. the other competitor. Oh, uh, okay. And then they would have to drive X amount of rides, but definitely a lot of $500 bonuses. You know, like. Per sign up. Per sign up. Like, wow. It really depends on what city in the U.S. Like, if they were anywhere in San Francisco, mm. in the Bay Area. You would get the most, like from seven fifty, five hundred. But mm. if it's in places like Chicago, Florida, yeah, of course, St. Louis, you might get like a hundred bucks. Mm. And then every now and then they will do something like New York seven fifty, Chicago seven fifty. So um, you know, you know, for a while that was that was my life, like just checking emails. Like, oh my gosh, there's another one from Uber. I'm gonna check it now, you know, <laughs> and check it. And I'm, you know, you never know. It might be a hundred bucks or maybe five hundred. And yeah. you know, of course, I always want five hundred. And like, check it. Oh my gosh, it's five hundred dollars, you know. Yeah. So I just know, like, okay, I got money until this day, you know. <laughs> and then this day, and then more. Just stretch it out, you know. Did you quit your job at that point? You're like, okay, oh screw gosh, it. no, no. I mean, it, it's San Francisco is pretty expensive, mm-hmm. you know. Ah. Uh, even getting a couple hundred, even getting. A couple of thousand dollars a week, I still wouldn't want to quit my job. Okay. Wow, it's hardcore right there. It's like, well, what if I stop getting this money? You know? Yeah, yeah, I know. Because that's the first, that, that, that's just the problem I always had. As soon as I got money, I would always go through this whole mind trip, like, when is this going to stop? Right. So I was talking about this with a friend that, I think it was one of my previous videos on, on Hardcore Crypto, I was saying, well, even, you know, I started working when I was 16. So I was like, any every time, maybe every year, my income has been increasing, like by a huge multiplier. But I still feel I still get to a point where I'm like, ah, oh, but is this gonna continue or is this just a momentary thing? You know, mm-hmm. I always have that anxiety. Like I, I think this is probably. Or sometimes I even feel like will I even make more than this. Mm-hmm. You know, I remember when I got my first real job, I got a check for two months. I was like, damn. Will I ever make more money than this at all? <laughs> you know, so I can relate to what you're saying. It always feels like it's going to stop somehow. And it's just like, oh, man, like, oh, it's so nice. But I know this will not last forever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah. know? Just have to enjoy it while you can. Yeah. And what did you get yourself? A skateboard? Um. Oh, with the bonuses? Mm. Well, it was just, it was just like, like money for this and money for that like bills and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know gosh like San Francisco you easily pay you easily spend a hundred dollars a day like just easily. like that like in between you know 
you know, where you're staying and if you're, if you have a car and like rent and mm. food and going here and going there. Yeah. And $3,000 a month. Yeah. That's yeah. super easy to do. So you, you, man, you, you, what I like about your, your content is that you, you, you deliver food on skateboards and <laughs> I'm like, what is this dude all about, man? Well, okay. So the thing about the skateboard and delivering um, food on the skateboard, it, it's actually a really good idea for San Francisco. Yeah. Um, what a lot of people do is get bus passes where you pay like it's about a hundred and it's about a hundred and thirty dollars a month. Mm-hmm. No, no, that's for New York. For San Francisco, it's like it's about a hundred dollars a month. Then you can ride all the buses and trains for mm-hmm. unlimited. So um what a lot of people do on skateboards because I've noticed that more and more people deliver on skateboards. Mm-hmm. So what some people do is they'll like pick up orders from downtown. And since it's all here, going one way, they'll just jump on a bus and ride all the way up the hill mm-hmm. and drop the order off and then ride down the hill. Ah. So they'll use the skateboard with the bus because you, the, the battery range isn't so great. You can get about 14 kilometers mm-hmm. per charge on the big battery. Thirty kilometers. That that is huge, man. Well, it's pretty good, but yeah. you gotta think when when you're going around the city and it's hilly and there's rock, the roads are bumpy. Yeah, because the roads in San Francisco are horrible, man. And this is electric scooters, just to uh, electric uh, Skateboard. skateboards, just to make it clear there. Yeah, I mean the roads here in Cape Town are so much better than the roads in San Francisco. Oh my gosh, it's oh, okay. so much nicer. Should have bought a skateboard, but the roads in San Francisco are just beat up. Yeah, because of the rain and all that. Right. So. When you, it's like you, you, you don't even have, you don't even try to, to like, okay. I, well, I, I guess where I'm going with this is, is, is that for a lot of people out there, or say here in South Africa or in Africa or maybe in any other places, is that the mentality of that they have to get a job, a real job. You know what a real job sounds like. It's boring, like nine to five. Mm-hmm. That, that, that is too instilled in their minds too much that they can't even... The people here can't even deliver food because they think of that as low-level work because Africa is bro- uh, is, has been bro- uh, brought up by this academia mentality of like you do X and then, then you're going to have to, you have to get the exact job that you're trained for. It's like, okay, you, you did some accounting. Well, now you're going to have to become an accountant. They don't, people don't want to take anything else other than that, even when there there's much more opportunities into that. Because if I look at what you do, Dude, you know how to invest. You, I mean, you invested in stocks and in all this kind of thing just by yourself because of just having an open mind and the hustle to, to do it everything on your own, you know? So I don't know why, why is it that a lot of people here are like, they don't think like that, man, you know? Well, it's the same way. It's the same way in the U.S. I feel that, um, especially um, with the, the past financial crisis we had in um, 2007 and 2008, mm. a lot of people graduated college and they're all looking for jobs and there's no jobs because, you know, it's an economic downturn. So, you know, you have a lot of, you had a lot of people that went to school for this and went to school for that, but there's no jobs for mm. any of that. So, right. you know, what are you going to do? Are you just going to not have a job at all? Or are you just going to get any job you can, mm-hmm. even if it's below, way below what, what your college degree is? So, um, you, you know, in the U.S., it's very common to um, to meet educated people working very basic jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, just working at a gas station, you may meet someone with 
a bachelor's degree. Mm. Yeah, but but you see, to me that to me that makes sense though. It's like, look, it's the market that really decides your value to begin. Number one, as a human being, you 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 decide your own value, and then if you go out in the world, the market really decides what you're worth. Because I don't get this idea of saying your degree demands that you must be getting this because. The, if you're useless to me, but your degree say you, you need to get paid ten thousand, I'm gonna pay five hundred. You know what I mean? It's like well, the thing about college is what I, I don't. I think a lot of people don't get is college. The best thing about college is not the books, it's not the grades, it's the connections you make. Right. It's the connections because if you if you just look at like I look at some of my friends growing up from different backgrounds. Mm. I look at my friends with 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 more money, right? And I also look at my friends that are way more outgoing. Mm. Maybe they're athletes or maybe they're like cheerleaders or something like that. I look at those people. They tend to do a whole lot better in life because they made the right connections in college. Right. And after college, those connections help them later in life. And I've also know a lot of other people who have went to school and they have left with college degree and their life is just different. Mm. Like they're working normal jobs and they're kind of okay with that. And I kind of blame that on connections and yeah. association. You know, sometimes if you're around the right people, they can take, you know, it's easy to go somewhere. Mm. But if you're around people that are not going anywhere... Oh yeah, yeah, you, you actually you nailed it right there. You're just gonna stay on on the spot. Mm -hmm. But then when it comes to connections too, look, it, yeah, what you said is it's right. That you you hear about many companies in the last ten years or twenty years, they will tell you that ah, oh, the founders met in college before and they actually linked up later in life. Like hey, you know, we were going to school together. But in the internet age. You also get just look. You can pretty much reach everybody you want, mm -hmm. right? I mean, that's how you and I met. I just just emailing you so many times, and then we ended up meeting up, right? Mm -hmm. It's like it's either you have that kind of hustle, or you develop it, or you don't. Mm -hmm. You know, college it's not designed to just make you connections. It's like even if you're in college, you have to think about it. You know, I really need to make to network and have connections and stuff like that. And for some people, this comes just very, very natural. Natural, yeah, of course. Just yeah. because they, they may be the type of person that's like, yo, I want to go to my lake house on the weekend. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you want to come with me? Or you got a lake house too? And like, bam, like, they they, yes. they, they got that connection. And then now they're, they got this going on and that, that going on. And, then you, you know, maybe you have someone else and they don't, they're not around the same group of people. Or they're just not outgoing. Or maybe they... Maybe they just party all the time in college and they just hang around losers because I definitely knew people like that. <laughs> and it's like, yo, you're super smart. Like, your grades are so much better than, than mine, but why are you just not doing anything else? With it, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? I get it, I get it. <laughs> yeah, man, it's, it's, it's hard to, to, to demystify, but I suppose uh, personal development plays a role. It's like you have to know what you're good at. It's like if you, like, I grew up not really good at socializing at all. Like, at heart, I'm an introvert, but it took me a while to actually learn into how can I become more, or you know, become more extroverted and be able to, uh, to speak to people. So let's talk about uh, um, crypto. Crypto. How did you, I mean, I know that you're always stumbling around different things, you know, all the new trains and stuff. How did you stumble upon it? And how did you make money out of it? Okay, interesting. This is a pretty, it's a pretty messed up story. Right. It's, a, it's a good story, but I just missed out. I had a friend who, um, 
right before I left Santa Barbara, I had this friend. She was in her 50s. She used to sell, swap me. I used to sell, swap me. Mm. I started driving. What, what is swap me? Oh, swap me is like when people sell secondhand stuff. Mm. Like it's very similar to what the market, some of the markets you see here. You know how on Long Street? Yeah. Not Long Street, but like... Right Green, off Green Square street. Market? Yeah. You know how you see people setting up? Yeah. And they're there like all the time. Those, it's kind of like that in the U.S. Or like, it's like a big parking lot and people are set up like that. Yeah. And a lot of people will sell old stuff that they don't want from their house. Mm. And some people do this like, they make a living out of it. So I was doing that. And... I started driving taxi, and I got this other lady who was doing it too. I got her to start driving taxi, and then she was telling me about cryptocurrency. This was like, this was probably like a year before it got. Maybe this is like two years ago. Mm. She was starting to tell me about cryptocurrency. She was like, "Yo, I know you're signing. You just signed up for Uber because by this time I had moved to San Francisco." She says, "I know you're driving for Uber, but there is this this project I'm working on." And I think it's going to be really, really good in the future. You should invest some money. You mm. should, you should check it out. Like you should jump on board. And I was like, oh yeah, I don't know, I don't know. I tell you what, let me let me get you to sign up for Uber because we can get a five hundred dollar bonus each. Mm. Got her to sign up for Uber. Time goes on, and she's telling me, you know, hey man, I'm telling you, you should really check this out. I know you you like to make money. <laughs> Like, my numbers are looking great. You should check this out. And I'm thinking, dude, you're 50 years old. Mm. You're crazy. You always talk about how the government is, like, flying airplanes and spraying stuff in the clouds. You talk about <laughs> like how, you're one of those people. You talk about how 5G is going to kill us, you know? I'm thinking, you're crazy. Like, you're, you're not making money off of cryptocurrency. Yeah. What's cryptocurrency? Like, yeah. you're a lunatic. <laughs> Another, so after a year passed by from when she initially, you know, told me, well, Sign up. What project was she talking about at the time? She, it was, um, this project was, um, gosh, it was a rideshare. It was a rideshare company. I th- it was. So it was a crypto, another cryptocurrency. It was another cryptocurrency, but it was based off Ethereum and she was working to help develop it and they paid her in Ethereum and she just, uh. just kept all the Ethereum. I think she had like $15,000 in Ethereum. Oh. And then it went all the way up to like, I don't know, like $700,000 or something. Wow. And then that's when she was like, look, Jermaine, look, let, let me just tell you something. <laughs> she told you the numbers? Yeah. <laughs> she was like, look, let me tell you something. Look, right now, I'm worth like $700,000. And I was wow. like, what? You're crazy. Like, that's why I didn't believe you. Yeah. No, she wasn't crazy. So then I started to, you know, pay cryptocurrency. <laughs> a lot of attention because I'm thinking dude like how could that be yeah you know and that's that's how I got, in, got involved and I got involved maybe what two three months before December because mm. December was that big yeah uh, but crypto is uh, I love crypto I just want people to use it but people are just hoarding crypto mm. I mean could you imagine if people Got U.S. dollars and just held them. And didn't spend them. <laughs> I mean, you know how how they would go. I know, I know. So that's the they, problem. They, they won't be economic growth as such. But you know that is very. Well, I live, that's what I was telling you yesterday. That I live here and I know that people buy Bitcoin to use it. They're not. They don't even know what hodl means. Mm-hmm. They buy Bitcoin from you. They're gonna use it and that's it. 
So in Africa, for the most part, it's actually being used as real money. Uh, so what was your first project that you invested in? First project was it was it was Bitcoin and then you know ETH and then Litecoin and then BitConnect. <laughs> <laughs> you know, BitConnect was sneaky, bro. Like it was, and then it was Devorcoin, which was another another one, another one. Another one. <laughs> I mean, it was a bunch. Like, it was so many that I never really talked about on YouTube. There, there's a guy called Travon James. Oh, I'm of sure. course. Yeah. yeah. It's like he's, he's always into these scams. I, I don't know. He moved from Big Connect when he died. He went to this Devore coin thing. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, man, it's like, he's, are you always looking for scams specifically mm -hmm. or what? I don't really get it. But what about the other guy, Ryan Hildreth? I don't right. Crypto Ryan. No, no, not Crypto Ryan. He disappeared. That was the kid under. Oh, that kid. Oh, yeah, I know. He disappeared. The other Asian guy with the Ferraris and the Maserati right. and all that. That guy, he has like 100,000 subscribers, but I was watching one of his live streams the other day, mm. and there was like 50 people watching the live stream. No, yeah. not watching the live stream, but like yeah. it was over with, but, yeah. but only Ooh. 50 people had watched I'd watched it. <laughs> and I was thinking, yo, like... They're, they're crypto, like, just people don't don't listen to them anymore. But people now still uh, watch James. Yeah, yeah, they do. But he's also way more entertaining. Yeah. He's more forgiving. He's more... People just like him more. Ryan was just like, hey, I'm a rich guy. I have many cars and I have a house. And, yeah, I just stole a lot of money from people from BitConnect and just deal with it. But you see, you know what it is, is that <laughs> the, a lot of people usually... Or if you want want to make it in YouTube, you already you just have to get a scam, get rent some cars, and then you know nice house or whatever, and you start making content based on those things. It's sad that 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 is what most people are attracted to, you know, because real content or real wisdom is very boring when it's being given out. Then a guy who just shows up on a Ferrari and say, "Hey, I'm making this amount of money," or if Trevon James make a video and say, "Hey, three thousand dollars a day." You know, and people don't even want to think how that's being done. They're just going to sign up on everything. It's pretty sad that uh, crypto is sort of still at that point in time, you know. But you know one thing I really, really, really appreciate about Trayvon Jones? He is so... The, the, his connections through his videos, it's so, like, natural. Like, he's such a normal person. Yes. Like, even though he's talking about hundreds of thousands of dollars, like... He's not like he's just like a normal dude. Oh yeah, so. exactly. It's like if he if he makes money and he's, he's celebrating and buys his first car or whatever, it's like he it's relatable. You know, mm -hmm. he shows you each and every step what he's doing. He's very transparent about what he's doing. When you lose money, you can see all that stuff, right? It's not a guy who want to come to you as a boss. It's like yeah, let the crypto Ryan guy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like yeah. you know, sometimes when I see YouTubers and they're like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm successful and I have all these cars and I have all these houses. It's almost like it's unrelatable. Now you're to Hollywood. Exactly. And, yeah. and some people like that, that, that Hollywood, that Hollywood vibe. They like the flashy cars, but that's not relatable to most people. Mm -hmm. And, and also it's usually fake. You know, it's just like, it's only a few guys that are, uh, you can see the sincerity, whether someone is being real or he's just trying to fake. It's like, uh, who is this guy, the American guy? Ty Lopez. 
I hate yeah, that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's very bad. Bro. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yo, you can just see from the get-go, like, his videos, it's all fake shit. I'm on this private jet, and I got all these ladies. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, that's America for you, man. So, for, for most folks, they when they're doing stuff, if you're in a job, at least what allows people to, to be in peace is that they know at least their future. That, you know, maybe I learned this skill and this professional in the next two or 10 years I'm going to be doing this and maybe earning a salary mm-hmm. or set up you know their job as a, ret- a retirement benefit you know, embedded into it for you you don't have the, just like me I suppose you don't have all of that so how do you think about the future I know like you, you invest in stocks and so how, and how do you get started with all of that okay so this is kind of how I see the future I look at the I look at the future by just looking at the past and if I just look at the past five years ago ten years ago I never imagined that I would be doing this. I never imagined I would have I would have these this sort of income stream. I would be traveling around the world and making money like I'm doing it today. Mm-hmm. So when I look into the future, if I couldn't imagine the past five years ago or ten years ago, mm-hmm. I can't really imagine the future. Right. And I also compare that with a lot of other people around me. See, a lot of people think that if you just have a job and you have the house and you have the car and you have the family, everything's great, like you're successful. But actually, that's not necessarily the case. Mm. You may have all those things and you may be up to your eyeballs in debt with all of those things, Mm -hmm. you know, and you may just be one paycheck away. So then at the end of the day, for someone who has traveled, and let's just say like I travel and I didn't save any money and I didn't invest any money, well, how mm. any different would I be from someone with a house and a car and they're right. just um, barely, you know, there. Surviving, yeah. You know, so that's um, kind of how I see it. And we're in a different world. Like, this is the information age now. With the internet um, around, we can make money and do things that we couldn't imagine like 20 years ago. Mm-hmm. So it's just, it's just more of using it. Um, it's more of taking advantage of, of, of the resources and using it to the best you can. <laughs> yes. Um, and what have you learned from travel and what you can recommend others to do? From travel? Mm. Oh my gosh. Travel opens up your mind so much. Like it, 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 it just makes you more it makes you appreciate the world more it makes you appreciate different cultures and it make you understand different cultures yeah you know i think this is one big problem in the u.s people different cultures just don't understand each other so mm. you have white cops that kill black people they just don't understand them right i get what you're saying now yeah you know and traveling well, definitely help, help out on that. You know, also traveling, you, you learn little things um, about, you, you learn a lot of things. So, for example, when I went to Israel for the first time, I stayed there for a month, okay? So, after I left Israel, like, it's like I can, I can pick out, like, Israelis and Jews, like, so much better. Okay. So, like, after leaving, it's like, yo, this is, like, a super Jewish neighborhood, you know, and I can tell by not even, not even by like oh. the outfits and stuff, like by facial features mm. and by the way, like, like outfits and customs and stuff mm. like that. So like when I'm, when I leave and I go other places, it's like, 
it's easier to connect with someone, you know? Yes. Because I stay in this country. I got used to your culture. So, like, when I see someone, some Jewish guy, I'd be like, Shalom. Yeah. He's like, oh, wow, Shalom. Like, you know, Shalom, you know? And that's just one example, but, like, you can use that with so many different cultures. So, so you can connect with people at a different level, I suppose, yeah. Yeah, it's not just, like, hello. Right. Anyone would just say hello. Yeah. But if you know anything about the culture or know anything about the religion, like, you you can sort of express that when you're around someone that mm. has that type of belief. So I, I happen to live in a, in a very extremely Jewish neighborhood yeah. in, in South Africa. <laughs> yeah. did, you, did you feel that, that, that this is a Jewish neighborhood? Yeah. What, yeah. what are the things that makes you... Because um, I, I, I've started to learn... I learned about this whole Jewish old thing, you know, like over just over the last three years. But how do you how do you know when you come to a place? Because you're not the first guy to say that. Yes, yesterday you said it. There was another guy who came here. Oh, this feels like a Jewish area after we had a walk around. Yeah. So one way that um, well, I was standing at Mojo Market, and of course, uh, in in Judaism on Saturdays, people don't work. Yes. And then after sunset, people can go out and work and go out to eat and stuff like that. Mm. And on Sunday, Sunday's a really, a really popular day. And at the Mojo Market, it's like, yo, on Sunday. Oh. It's like, yo. Yes. Straight Jew city. Like, there are so many Israelis around. There's so many Jews around. Right. So I, I never, you know, that, I never made that connection. Because on Sundays, yeah, Mojo is booming. Yeah, and then, you know, some of them have the, you know, the headbands on. A lot of them don't, and you can easily yeah. tell just because of, like, they're all together and, like, their facial features. Yeah. And, you know, nose, lips, hair, eyes, you know, stuff like that. Right. And then just from traveling around the world, you can pick it up. Because I see a lot of Dutch-looking people, like, a lot of the, like, South Africans, especially yeah. the white South Africans. Mm -hmm. It's like, yo, you look super Dutch, you know? <laughs> Yeah, that is, that is very interesting. Man, that makes me want to trouble when you say things like that. It's like, you know a lot of small nuances about real life, you know? Yeah, you can, like, pick up, like, little things like that, like, way more. And then, especially with Asia, mm. like, you can, like, I can almost tell, like, Asians apart. You know, not mm. from every country, because there's a lot of Asian countries. Yeah. But, um, like, you know, Chinese, Filipino... Um, in, in ties, I can pretty much tell them apart just from being in the country. Yeah. Seeing around the people. So that's kind of, kind of one thing you learn about from traveling around the world, like different cultures and different customs. Man, you're living the, you're living the best life. <laughs> uh, and lastly, if you had to live anywhere else other than the United States, which country or city would you choose to leave? Oh my gosh, that's a tough one. It would probably be somewhere in Australia. Okay. Australia wasn't my favorite country at all. It wasn't. It wasn't. But there's this, like, this peaceful vibe about Australia. It's very relaxed. Mm. I mean, I found it to be, it wasn't racism there. It was just lots of beaches and some of the most beautiful sights I've seen in the world. It would probably be, um, you know, Australia, number two. Well, when you said beaches, which beaches do you mean? Beaches. Like like what sand beaches? Yeah, yeah, sand beaches. <laughs> <laughs> okay, just to make it clear for the boys out there. Okay, um, they also got nice ladies too. <laughs> oh, but they um, lots of um, lots of nature, lots of snakes. Oh my like, gosh! Really? If you don't like snakes, 
you might want to think twice about going. So it's it's all like if you go to Australia, somehow you're gonna see a snake. I promise you will. Okay. And it just but like, even at one of the other places I was staying in mm. near the checkout, it was like a snake going by. And are those like harmful snakes? I mean, I, I don't know. I'm not standing around. I'm not standing around asking questions about a snake. I'm trying to get, get out of there. <laughs> But then you see the chick from behind the counter just goes out and grabs the snake and ah, ah, and just takes the snake and takes it across the street and throws it in the grass. Oh, I like touching snakes, so I just want to know if it's hazardous or not, you know. Yeah, once I was hiking and I came across this snake that was just gigantic. Oh my gosh, I was terrified. (laughs) But that's Australia for you. Maybe number three. Probably South Africa. <laughs> South Africa is the best, man. Africa I've been good. I've been thinking of like going to a different city for the last four years to moving in a different country. I just can't figure it out still because Cape Town is that good. Cape Town is great. Cape the Town. weather, everything. Everything comes here. Like there's so much action here. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's South Africa and Australia. Anything else you wanna you wanna talk about? Awesome. All right, guys, that's Jermaine for you. Uh, thank you guys for watching. Remember to subscribe to his channel, Jermaine Ellis, and my channel, Hardcore Crypto, if you're watching from the from his channel. If you're into cryptocurrencies and money and stuff, definitely uh, check out my channel as well. So stay awesome. Hello once again, and that was the end of our conversation. And just before you go, just want to communicate a few things with you. Uh, quickly, if you have... Uh, enjoyed any of the podcasts or this specific podcast episode i would appreciate it if you share it with your friends and family through your social media twitter facebook etc etc as well as write me a five-star review on itunes or apple podcast app that would be fantastic it helps me flourish and sustain this podcast as well uh, we also on other platforms like soundcloud uh, stitcher radio um, and all other major podcast platforms. So whichever way you're listening to it, I would appreciate it if you leave me a review. You can also subscribe to the Graph Podcast through my website, graejabesi.com, G-R-E-Y-J-A-B-E-S-I.com. There you also find some of the blogs that I'm writing sometimes, and you get notified as soon as the new episode has been published. Until next time, enjoy and be productive.